I'm happy to have on the show today, Dutton, the founder of 235 Services. They're an AI and technology consultancy. And you were just sharing with me a story of losing a parent and then the book that inspired change in your life. Would you share that with the audience? Yeah, uh, thanks uh, for having me, Chad. I read a book called The History of Wealth, which was uh, which is a book that uh, chronicles the top 10, first top 10 billionaires in the world and how tragedy and having adversity has been able to shape uh, their success stories. And having just lost my mom as a young teenager, that was a pivotal moment because I was able to use the inspiration from the book to help me decide that I will be as successful as them eventually, maybe not yet. So what were the lessons you pulled from that book that have painted your path forward? One of the key lessons I'd learned from the book was finding out that the top 10, first top 10 billionaires in the world, mainly Americans, were either orphans or semi-orphans, and they propelled themselves to greatness by promising themselves that they will be successful irrespective of the adversity. And for me, the lesson of being resilient in the face of adversity and just moving on and not allowing adversity to stop you, which when you're in business, you're going to always have things come trying to stop you. So that lesson propelled me on to not stop and go from strength to strength in everything that I do. And you've had 235 services for quite a bit of time now. Yeah, 235 Services is a company that that was born out of just doing different things from about 23 years ago when it was first just initially just focusing on growth and then pivoting to technology consulting and technology consulting, initially digital transformation, but in the last 10 years, since 2013, working in AI, consulting in that field. Uh, and basically it's mainly focused on looking to support businesses from business development, customer support, and automation perspective, making things easier by injecting AI into business operations. It didn't start as working with AI. You said that started a little later in the, the path, right? So yes. what, what was the beginning? So the beginning initially was business growth, and it was a case of looking at what was stopping businesses. And that time, the, the initial, the first target segment in businesses were just looking at mid markets companies and what were their problems. And one of the key things I found understanding how to grow their business, and this was something that initially we started working on, but also we realized that uh, part of growth was getting across to a wider audience beyond their local area, because most of the businesses were working in their cities or their towns, and it got to the point where they're exhausted because of competition or the bigger players mottling up the space, they, they had to go international. And going on the internet, on the World Wide Web was a natural progression path for most of these businesses. And that was how we started going into that path. And then. Technology evolving, AI being democratized, we began to look at using AI for business development. We started with Salesforce, Einstein, and then we started going into other parts of using other AI tools and platforms for our clients. And yeah, it's been an interesting ride. If you could tell your younger self any one thing, what would it be? I think my younger self would be to get mentors at a very, when I was 16, get mentors to mentor me in different pathways in terms of career path in terms of business development, choosing a business path and understanding 
going to the right path of, it's not always what you think you should study that is the right thing. It's thinking about the way the world is moving and thinking about tomorrow, what is going to be the need tomorrow from a business and uh, also generally in the world, what is the world going to need? And I think if I was going to talk to my younger self, I would say, get mentors to tell you about this. What do you think currently the world is going to need tomorrow? I think tomorrow the world is going to need a lot of understanding of the way the world has changed. There's a lot of negative press about AI and there's a lot of some, there, there's some part of the world where they are totally ignoring AI. Uh, but the interesting thing is that AI is a voracious beast that is consuming a lot of things. And quite a lot of people need to start thinking about the skills of tomorrow. The future workplace is going to be different to the current workplace. There's going to be, so I was listening to the news yesterday and on BBC News. So I live in the UK and uh, I was listening to the BBC News and there are some train station where the tickets places have been shut down because uh, they have been automated. Now it's bad news and good news. It's bad news because in the short term, some people may lose their job, but it's good news because by automating the process, there are people who need to maintain those machines. There are people who need to, in the supply chain, supply some things. There are some people who need to do things. So if you think about when there used to be horses and, and you had who plowed the field, and then some guys came and were making tractors. The sellers of horses were very mad because thinking they're going to lose their earnings. But then there's race horse racing, there's show jumping. There are some other use cases now for horses. So that is the scenario with AI. I think most people need to start thinking about the world that will come after AI becomes even more rampant than it is today. So you're saying that people won't necessarily be replaced. They'll just move into another position, maybe a more creative position. If they get really creative and moving with the time, they will be able to move into the new position because every innovation, every wave of technology closes one chapter in jobs and open new chapters in jobs. So AI today is going to close AI today, tomorrow, and the day after tomorrow is going to close a lot of chapters in the type of work that you and I know as we know it today, but AI is also opening up a lot of opportunities for those who are positioning themselves and learning about those opportunities. So what would your recommendation be to those who could lose the positions? So I think for those who could lose positions, the first thing is to be, is to begin to look at a lot of the free trainings being offered by organizations. So you have a lot of the big technology organization, the global technology organizations who are already offering free training. And if you use LinkedIn or any of the social media platform, you can search there. You can go on the search engines and just put in free, free training for AI job displacements. You, you have a lot of long lists coming up that will tell you that there's this free training. That free training may not make you an expert, but it gives you an appreciation of the kind of things that AI is opening up as opportunities. So if somebody wanted to get in touch with 2235 for a little more expertise on AI and things around it, how could they get in touch? 
We have a website, which is very simple, 235services.com, and that's on the web and we are on there 24-7. They can send us messages. We will engage with them online. We're always happy to answer any queries or give suggestions to in any ways. Thank you, Darren, for coming on the show and thank you everybody for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. Make sure to leave the podcast a five-star review. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki, and we'll see you next time.